Welcome to Love After Lullabies, the podcast where we discuss the joys and challenges of parenting, preserving relationship intimacy, and rekindling romance after baby arrives. I am Miranda, a licensed professional counselor in the state of Oregon who specializes in working with couples to help preserve relationship satisfaction after becoming parents. I am joined by my wonderful co-host and husband, Aaron. Hey We've been together for over two decades, and we've experienced our own relationship morph over the years. Get ready to hear real conversations with couples who share how they've experienced parenthood while keeping that flame alive. We will also share communication and intimacy tools for you to utilize in your own relationship. Keep your chin up. Look at those stars. <laughs> but, wait, I got a better one. Make sure those chairs stop squeaking. <laughs> How did you like that cliffhanger, Aaron? Yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> if you I have, was pretty proud of it. <laughs> yeah. If you haven't listened to last week's episode, go back, listen to it now. This will make a lot more sense. Yeah. So what was that deal breaker? Well, this is coming straight from our original email that we sent back and forth to each other. And this is coming from us of one of our deal breakers. Something that feels important to us is the logistics of how it's done. I know that you mentioned you wanted to conceive at home, and we were very curious of how this looked. I have since done some research online about donorship and have seen some services out there which don't require us slash Aaron to be in the same vicinity. That would feel most comfortable to us. If at all possible, we would like to separate the process as much as we can. Conceiving a child is incredibly intimate and emotional, and we want to have that for you and separate ourselves and our own stuff away from that. There it is. Yeah, original deal breaker. <laughs> I think what we didn't take into account for it was what happens if we do this for a year? Does our do the deal breakers change? Right. And it didn't I mean, from that email, it wasn't hard. We will absolutely not do it. But it was something that was on top of mind for us at the time and something that we didn't feel comfortable with right away. So as we stated, you know, we put up those boundaries pretty tight in the beginning because it's easier to kind of take down some of those walls rather than having a loosey-goosey and then all of a sudden be like, you know what? Maybe this isn't such a great idea. There were so many times during this journey and so many different things where if we didn't go through the process and that we didn't allow that to happen, then the deal breaker would have stopped it. But going through the process maybe, maybe helped us change our mindset and say, okay, let's reset what the deal breakers are. Well, this is... Uh, this is another one with some funny moments, so I hope mm -hmm. you enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> also, we just want to reiterate that this episode is rated E, not just for language, but also for highly adult material and topics. Concepts. Yes. Yeah. So maybe don't have your kids listen. <laughs> Take care. So one more thought on the whole process of the shipment. In hindsight, looking back on that, it feels like a really bad idea. So this was some random product that I found on the internet that I ended up putting inside myself. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like that could have gone very poorly. Like not knowing exactly what it was right. or... Like I yeah. don't know if there's any sort of regulation for that kind of thing. Yeah, or, yeah. So health-wise, that seems like it maybe not the best decision. I think mm -hmm. as far as our process, it was a very good step. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Like the, it was just emotion, emotional as as I think, and we just it wasn't working. I think, and we realized we we couldn't keep up with this way anymore. It felt like time to try something new. What we were doing wasn't working. By that point, you you also like. I'm pretty sure that if I get fresh sperm and we can do this like closer, it's gonna work. I was pretty confident that I had. I'm very fortunate uh, through this to have have pretty regular ovulation. Yeah, um, makes it nice. Right, and that it was definitely stressful um, getting to when we did end up traveling. That was stressful. Like we're booking tickets based on this. And I think we actually ended up changing it. We delayed a few days. Um, because I felt like it was going to be a few days later, the like the sweet spot. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess I don't know how. Yeah. So t- yeah, we decided then that we were going to come yeah. visit you. We we're going to fly to you. Yeah. The how conversation was whether we come down or you guys come up, and I I can't remember okay. why. I think it's because we already we had two kids, and it would have been yeah. a lot for us to travel. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. we have to pick up four mm-hmm. people to go all the way down. There. Or like have our parents watch the girls, and then that that would be an interesting conversation to have. Right. Um, yeah, that's right. It was much easier for us. To uh-huh. Yeah. And yeah. and so side note too, before we go down this road, is Miranda and I told nobody, mm-hmm. other than just talking about it with each other and therapists, of course, because we wanted to make sure the conversation we were having together wasn't influenced by anyone else. Yeah. And. We had a we had enough to deal with with our relationship in this process than having to worry about what our family had to say about it mm-hmm. or whatever their reaction was. We just we needed it to be sound for us for that for that moment. Mm-hmm. So to come up with something to say, well, we can't take our kids because you know it we're was doing just some been. weird quick trip to Arizona and yeah. <laughs> we can't tell you why. We just really <laughs> miss Nicole and Kyle. yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. For three days we'll be there. Yeah. This kind of sparks a memory of me, though, because I think we had seen each other not long before, because I remember then I I hadn't told my parents we were doing this, and we had to have them watch our dog while we went to Portland, and I think there was a comment like, oh, you go, you're just going there for a weekend? And we're like, yep. Yeah, that was a <laughs> yeah. tough thing to explain to work, too. Yeah, it was <laughs> because it, it was sudden, too, right? We right. basically were planning this. We might need to take some time off. <laughs> we weren't quite sure when. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, so it was. It was like it felt a little bit in in secrecy as far as like trying to get there. But once again, so amazed that Krista was like, "It's gonna be on this day." And I'm like, "So we're gonna buy plane tickets." Like she's like, "It's this is the best time." There was, I think there was so much talk about pressure on yeah. getting pregnant, right? Don't mind that. that? What the fuck is that? He hasn't made a noise all weekend. Jesus Christ, I thought it was a Wookiee can there. Jesus. Yeah. Oh. It does that. It sounds like Chewbacca. Yeah. Yeah. Are you dreaming? I don't know. Maybe. I wouldn't have to that before. It sounds like a wolf. But yeah, that talk about yeah pressure because um, and I know like stress can delay that kind of thing. Too, yeah, so that, that was hard for me as far as like trying to stay calm, but also trying to really like 
But did we go through a process of, because I know you didn't, we didn't want to do yeah, it Yeah, so I, wa- I want to touch right, on that because yeah. that was a deal breaker that we had yeah. of it not being in, in close vicinity. So the, the way that we navigated that was you guys stayed in a hotel, <laughs> which felt so weird, but it felt right for mm-hmm. us in that, in that moment because, you know, you guys were separate and we we're still at home and... And then after, you know, you come over and have dinner and breakfast and all. Like, you would you would be with us the whole time, but you would just sleep in a hotel. <laughs> and, I, and I think the reason we progressed that, too, is I think for eight months, it wasn't just Krista and I going through the letdowns, right, when it didn't work. It, we, I felt like through that eight months, we became a team of four. Like, mm. it was... You were the first persons we people we would text and say, you know what, it didn't work this time. So we mm-hmm. we were going through that with you. Um, so I think there was a closeness, and I don't know if you felt that too. That I think by that point we felt like maybe we can ask them to do it this way because it just felt like we were getting closer through this whole process for us. And that's I think why we broached the subject of like, can we fly to you and try this? Yeah. And and again, we were. We were open to the idea, but there was still that deal breaker for us where... Hey everyone, sorry for the interruption. I wanted to take a moment and just remind everyone that this is the first time the four of us have sat down and spoke in detail in person about this process. And at times we got a little deep into specifics. So I thought I'd take a moment and PG-13 this part down a little bit. We needed some separation. One of the reasons why is that there's a lot of added stress put on me to provide a donation that's an on-the-spot kind of thing. A lot of stress there. Also, Nicole and Krista had to travel 3,000 miles round trip to come for this part, and that's also a lot of added stress. We also didn't want it to be in the next room or down the hallway. We needed some space between us. So if it wasn't 1,500 miles away, we'd have to come up with the next best plan. And so the four of us came up with this next step. So here it is. Again, I think that worked yeah. well. I think yeah. that was having that separation worked well because yeah, it would. I, I didn't think about that part for you, right? Because I don't right. think we can think, look into your world, and know what you're having mm-hmm. to do for us. I mean, even with that, it was still awkward. I remember we had talked about it, and it, except Nicole, and Nicole was like, "No, it's fine." Right, <laughs> right. The three of us were like, "It's awkward." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I remember after like you know the swap and you know that you get us sitting outside waiting which that's a whole nother story we're gonna get into that in a minute but like us waiting for you guys to come over for like just an evening beverage you know That, that moment out. was like, yeah, the whole yeah, we time we were there, right. except for like <laughs> those moments. And those moments, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now, Chris, I, I'm curious. I don't know if I ever knew the answer to this, but when you were trying at home, were you using the what was the the, the cup like, cup we ended up using? Yeah, your cup. Were you doing that without the in person part? Yeah. I don't know. Not sure about every time, but yeah, I think so. Oh, hold on a second. I heard Franklin. Yeah. <laughs> Are you done howling? Franklin, get out of here. <laughs> You're making too much noise. You big oof. Did you have a bad dream? Well, I don't. It's like I was in the wild again. <laughs> it's it's a, such a cool noise. It, it, yeah. it was cool. Yeah. After I Franklin. shit my pants. <laughs> I thought the wolves had come in the door. Good boy. Anyways, okay, sorry. start over. I'm sorry. Did you? Yeah, the cup. 
conversation. If I had done that with the previous method. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't remember if I started doing it that way, but I, I believe I had used the cup mm-hmm. with the shipping as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think we tried a few different ones. Did I? I think the one time we got that, there was a, like a, I don't know, a contraption. Did we ever get that one? I oh, wanted to get did. it, but did, yeah. yeah. And I that was supposed to, that. yeah. And it was like a, I, can't, I don't even remember what it was called. I don't either, but it was, yeah, it was a big plastic thing. It was like a one-time use contraption that wouldn't have had to be. It was just like a trying to make money thing. Yeah, but we, we, by that point, we're, we're like, we're going to try all these different methods. Yeah. So, and then you, I think, discovered the, the cup method was... Yeah, I think well, I've we, read yeah. a lot of people that had success with that. It was just a matter of keeping as much in the yeah. cervix as possible, right? Right, right. Kind which, of hangs out right there. Yeah. Which I remember... <laughs> talk about the weird... Like, there, this is so, such a weird process, right? Do you remember me sending you videos of the cup? And I, like, showed it to you what you needed to do. <laughs> like, here's the cup. And we just want yeah. you to ejaculate yeah. into the cup. And I think you had some doubts about that. And, oh, I'm like, right. and then you like, set it I'm on this... a sharpshooter, <laughs> So funny because it's like two women trying to like be like, "This is what we need you to do." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and there was a bunch of science behind it. The due diligence piece is yeah. like the more you mess with the sperm, whether you're using the little sucker dropper thing and yeah. doing whatever with it. I was always very careful. It's yeah. always like damaging. And then there was like, do you you can't keep it cold, so you got to keep it warm. So we had the little pillow. Yeah. The, we had the little yeah, ice cap. Yeah. It was warm. Yeah, was yeah we had microwave. one of those, like, what, was a microwavable or, yeah. like, a little mm-hmm. thing that you snap. Yeah, you mm-hmm. crack the disc. So we had that underneath mm-hmm. it and or around it or something with the cup. It was like a little bed, you know? Yeah. And then it was covered, and I had the seat warmers on, too. <laughs> <laughs> you totally seat warmers. And I didn't go with you. Yes. Um, I, you took... So you guys stayed at a hotel nearby. So this is another level of separation. Next level yes. separation. That it was important for me because I was always the one that would package it up. That I would be the one to bring it to Nicole. <laughs> a stork, if you will. Yes. A sperm stork. Yeah. Oh to, ra- to rendezvous in the parking lot. Gosh. Yes. Well, yeah. so you were in such a hurry the first day. You know, like, I gotta get out. I gotta get this time. We gotta da 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 You forgot your cell phone. Right. Right. This was so. This was the only thing that we did, right? This was yeah. the only time that we like d- well, had a handoff. We haven't come to that point yet, but yes. What? No. It was the first no. We did time. it the first time. We did it three times. Yeah, we did. There. Yeah. Oh, we did it three times. Was it the this first was, time? I that think it was the first time. You forgot okay, your cell phone. But okay. the first time you went, you forgot your cell phone. <laughs> okay, because first we time. Didn't know. You had a lot of nerves in that too, right? I was in a rush. I'm like, I got to get this thing there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I forgot my cell phone, and I'm driving there, and found the hotel, and I can't remember the instructions that you said. I Well, I was, I think, like, text me when you're here or something, and I'll come meet you out in the parking lot. Yeah. Probably. Yes. <laughs> Makes sense. And I'm, it, time is ticking by. Time's yeah. ticking by. And I'm inside, and I'm like, I hear sirens, I hear sirens. and I'm like, yeah, right. and I'm like, what? Miranda's not here, I'm like, oh my god. And I'm having worst case scenarios I'm like picturing like oh my god is Miranda hurt in a car accident and then like sperm everywhere <laughs> there's sperm everywhere it's like all in her dash <laughs> I think it's one of those things where we both were like worried about that separately and didn't talk about it until later <laughs> you know those things that when you're worried you just you're playing it cool for each other we're like yeah it's fine <laughs> yeah yeah you don't want to stress each other I'm out I'm just picturing you both at the end of the bed like twiddling your fingers like <laughs> 
Yeah, and then sirens. I'm like, oh, this is not good. Yeah. And then no Miranda then. So then I, I get there, and I'm like, oh, shoot. I don't have my phone. Um, I'm just going to, like, wait. Maybe on the side you'll pop out for a little bit. That didn't happen. So I, you were under a time crunch, right? Yeah. yeah. And so I had to go into the lobby, which there was a line. Or, no, there wasn't a line. There was, like, a grandfather with his grandson there. <laughs> and what was it? It was, like, a... What, did we have it in a box at that point? It was, was some sketch-looking box. Yeah, it, it wasn't a packaged box. I'm like, I need to know what room the snows are in. I think it was the small was styrofoam the cube. Styrofoam, yeah. That's what it was. But still, yeah. sketch. Yeah, it's not a yeah. cooler. Why is it made of styrofoam? <laughs> So, yeah, then I think I get a call from the front desk. <laughs> yes. Your sperm delivery. <laughs> Door dashes here. <sighs> yeah, I we didn't want so to hang out in the lobby. So, yeah, so, you went yeah. down to the lobby, right? Did no. You? No? I think the message was, I think it was to meet you out in the parking lot or something. <laughs> Just to, like, that I'm here or... It was something, because we, we were... Those boundaries, right? We didn't. We, we don't yeah, want to do a handoff to the room. Like, no, yeah, we well, didn't yeah. want to come to the room. And then, how sketchy would that look? Handing something off in the lobby to each other, like a weird box. And when so I like, don't know what room you're in, and yeah, so and I you think, drive away. Yeah. I think I did come out. I yeah, because we, we did. We did yeah, the handoff in the parking lot. Yeah, in the parking lot. Super awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I remembered it better. You know, because that was just a really funny, funny moment. <laughs> Yeah, the handoffs must have gotten smoother after that. That we did it three times. I mean, apparently, because I don't yeah, even remember yeah. the other yeah. the other two. I think we did. I think I think you were there. Like, was it three or four days? And we did. I think we did two back to back. Like one day, the next day, and then we waited a day, and then we did one before you left. That sounds right. And before you flew out. Right. Yeah. And, and then you flew away. You flew yeah. away. Baby dust flew away. Yeah. yeah. And like, home and we waited. Yeah. I'm like, well. Yeah, and what was that? So tell us about that process. Like, when you get home, do you remember any details about that? No, was, that waiting period was always so... Because, yeah, well, you'd have to wait... Well, I don't... I don't know, I'd wait at least 10 days, because that was the earliest I'd heard of But you were still taking your temperature every day, right? Because doesn't your temperature keep I, going up? I still did, because I wanted to see when I actually did ovulate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, that was a bit stressful because I, I was worried that I had ovulated too late or like, mm-hmm. oh, we missed that window. Did you? Was your temperature going up when you got home? Do you remember? I know it's kind of weird. It's no, been I, so long ago. No, I thought we were good. Yeah. From what I remember, yeah. When you I think maybe up, I ovulated like the day after I got back or something, but then that still would have been good timing-wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what is it, 24 to 48 hours I, or something? I think they say even like five days oh, yeah. is fine, yeah. And it's, I mean, weird to say, but it was full strength this time. So it's... You know, it wasn't a day and a half right. later that yeah. you got. Yeah, Aaron's full army. <laughs> full army was attacking the gates. No delay. No delay. I have to say, in that experience, I got I got to experience being the other partner. You know, I was I was the mom previously of the one taking the pregnancy tests and waiting, mm-hmm. and I got to experience what you probably experienced of like waiting for the call, waiting for the moment mm-hmm. of like. Is she pregnant? Is she pregnant? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that was fun for me. I, I, got, I had fun with that. It was nice yeah. to experience like both sides of it. I remember I was very optimistic. I was like, yeah, this was fresh. Like, it's going to work. Yeah. yeah, you and I was like, and yeah, I'm like, like, this is one time. People, yeah, <laughs> like, one time. Because we, we talked about doing it like a few times yeah. before we 
switch it up again or mm-hmm. like you know make another decision. Yeah. Yeah. Which is freaking expensive. Yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. it was yeah. expensive to come up to Portland. Or, but still mm-hmm. probably cheaper than IVF. I mean, yeah. I think that's why Absolutely. we were still like, this is... Well, an IVF, that's a whole different thing. And again, yeah, that hormones, and then that's a whole and different being thing. clinical. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you had so much confidence in this, and you're like, this is going to work. This is... And I was like, okay. The night that you were leaving or when you were on your, the airplane trip, did you guys talk about the experience at all? Did, did you feel it was awkward, or did you feel it was like that was the best it could have went? You know me. I'm like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're fine. You don't give a shit. Here's here's the here's the sperm, and do you want to buy a watch? <laughs> I mean, it was awkward. I think we all acknowledge that, and I'm glad. Yeah. But I also felt like it was as good as it could have gone. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was great that we hung out at the mm-hmm. same time. And we still chose to hang out afterwards too. Yeah. Like after that awkwardness went away. For me, I think what was me nice to me this whole process is seeing the three of you become closer through this mm. process yeah. too mm-hmm. like it wasn't just about the three like Aaron Miranda and me it was like the, it really felt like the four of us at that point that it was becoming um, which was really cool did any of your friends at any point have anything to say about the process or did they have any judgments or good things or bad things or like the people you saw day to day that knew about the situation I think when they but for me, I, I think when they found it, it made so much sense to them. Like, wow, that's awesome. I think, like, knowing our friendship. And our friends love you. I mean, we've got a lot of the fr- same friend group. Mm-hmm. I think I didn't, from our friend group, I didn't get anything. I remember people being supportive. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We got weird questions from, I think it's, at some point I, I started telling some of my coworkers a little bit about that we were trying. And there's definitely... No, maybe that was... No, I don't know if I told him trying. I think I told... After when you were pregnant, I think I obviously shared that you were pregnant and then that it was a, my, be, like, my best friend and all that. And that's when the weird question started. But I mean, We were yeah. navigating how open we would be about all of that, though. Mm-hmm. We started off with tons and tons of boundaries in between us. Like, mm-hmm. first it was distance, right? And then, oh... When we came to, we flew to do it, and then that closed the distance more. Mm-hmm. So I think this has morphed over and over and over through this process of how we've done this. I think what has been key this whole time is the amount of conversations that we've constantly had, and making sure that everyone feels safe in the situation. I yeah. think that's been key, and I think that's allowed us to be closer. I don't know how close you wanted to be to the situation, if I remember correctly. I don't think you were quite sure if you wanted to be known yet. Till well, further down the road. And yeah, and I, I remember having that conversation of what do we tell our kids, <clears throat> you know? And and at first, like, it was... I like what you said. We had so many boundaries in place, and then we had the options to take them away. Yes. Rather than, like, having it be open and then creating boundaries. Yeah, that's so right. much harder. That's um, such a great way to put it. And with our kids, I remember us talking about, like, oh, what, I think we'd rather wait until they know they have, like, sex education. And then... That was the initial thing. And then we started backing off on that because mm-hmm. I was like, well, that doesn't make any sense because then you're not normalizing it. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, by the way, you have a half sister. <laughs> right. the, the girl that like yeah. you've been playing with when we go down and visit, like, you know, mm-hmm. so yeah, it did morph. Mm-hmm. And even through the process of trying to get pregnant, I think, like I said, every step of the way, there's no roadmap for this. I think it's mm-hmm. just, 
it is completely discovering it as we go. And I think the strength of our relationship is how, so far, how we've been able to navigate that. And how we hope to, I mean, we don't know what's down the road of, of how things would even morph even differently. Because mm-hmm. it looks so different from how we first started out. Right, yeah. I think we tiptoed into it, not knowing what was there. Mm-hmm. And through the process, the four of us became even closer. And even in those awkward moments that we got to share, made the, you know, bridge the gap even, even smaller. Yeah. Yeah, because I think I estimated that I ovulated on the 10th, and on the 21st, I decided to take a test. I felt a little different. Nicole was saying, like, it's way too early, don't do not do it. But I did, and there was a faint line. Yeah, I came home. Like, you done it. Well, you did it by yourself, actually. I thought I had talked to you No, because I came home. Okay. And you, you I was, we were sitting on the couch, and I was like... You're like, I, no way. No way. <laughs> too early. I think, and then you took another one, I think, because I was like, okay, we got to take... A different kind. A di- we took a different kind, right? So, and then it came out positive. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> like, surreal. So I don't remember. Did we tell them, like, right away? I think I we did. I imagine we did, yeah. That same night you guys went out? I can't remember. Do you remember? I, we probably did. I don't think... It was uh, your mother's birthday. I doubt we could hold that in. Yeah. <laughs> it was your mother's birthday. I think you showed it to us right to away. I, I, yeah. I remember getting a picture. I thought it was right away. I don't see us being able to wait. To no play. way. No. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I was just in charge of it. There's no way we like flew out there and it happened. Like, really? Yeah. And then there's like, oh my gosh, we spent eight months doing this. But I but think, that's all we needed to do. Yeah, was, but, uh, <laughs> but we wouldn't have been able to get there without that eight months of trying that, right? Because that was one of those boundaries that we had to take away, mm-hmm. feel comfortable enough to take away. Yeah, we we couldn't have gone straight to flying there. That just wouldn't have that right. Wouldn't have worked. Yeah, we so, yeah we would have said no. Yeah, and then I remember joking about like, well, do you guys still want to fly up next month? Or? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was expecting like at least two or three months of hangout. Yeah, that was the <laughs> so bonus. I feel a little duped. Yeah, <laughs> take yeah. a third test. Yeah. <laughs> One thing for us, too, we were debating whether to find out whether it was a, a male or a female. And we probably couldn't have waited. But a big consideration we did with that, too, is that for you two, we wanted to find out whether it was going to be a boy or a girl. Because we wanted to give you a heads up. Because when then we thought, well, what if it's a boy? Mm-hmm. And yeah. how, how are you two going to feel if it's a boy? I, I think you had mentioned one point, like, oh... Maybe we'd have a third because maybe we could have we could have a son or, or things like that. I, I don't maybe it was or maybe that was in my head, but we wanted to prepare you to process how that would feel if that was Aaron's son. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah, we that, talked about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was a big thing of, of why we decided out to find out. <clears throat> and yeah. Did we ever talk to you about that beforehand? Because we, we did. Didn't. We talked about it in the very beginning because I, we were still trying to talk. Was, sorry. Yeah. No. Go. No, I thought there was something that you'd mentioned, but not in depth. Yeah. Because that was the kind of beginning we were talking about, do we want a third child when we're trying to make this decision, right? But they never talked to us about wanting... You never talked to us about wanting to find out whether it was a boy or a girl. We... That was something that we just processed, the two of us. And I don't know if you ever knew that, that we were processing that, that we wanted... Because we were thinking about you and that, like, oh my gosh, how, how would that feel if it was was a boy I and mean, we we talked about it in the very beginning where it's like well what if they did have a boy mm-hmm. would that be hard or would that be a deal like is that a deal breaker because if that would be too much to handle then the answer is no yeah and, i mean eventually it just came down it didn't matter 
but mm-hmm. but then you wonder like if it was a boy, would it? I have think it would have been hard for me. I think it might have been, been harder. Be, yeah, I think that would have been. I was relieved to find out it was a girl. Honestly, it makes sense. Yeah. It been and, harder, yeah. and we actually, I think we were kind of hoping for a boy, but we were relieved when it was a girl. Yeah, just yeah, because of that. that. We didn't mm-hmm. want to. We didn't want to rock the boat, right? Yeah. Um, but then now I'm like, oh my gosh, I couldn't imagine having a son and not a daughter. Well, that was a good one. <laughs> and definitely thoughtful of Nicole and Krista to consider our experience and process of the sex of the child, given that we had two girls already and we were still in that process of trying to figure out whether we're going to have a third or be done. Uh, so reflecting on that a little bit more of if it were a boy, why would that be difficult for me? And there's really no good answer for that it's just Mm. part of it is like this old this old part of your mind from like back in the middle ages the beginning times the beginning times when this like wife would go up to her husband and like it's a boy and he's like it better be like this whole i don't know there's like some old stuff that is after seven girls (laughs) if you don't give me a boy then you're burned at the stake seven i mean generous Um, I mean, you had to account for like kids dying pretty regularly back then. Yeah, well, that got really dark. <laughs> yes, I, I agree with you. There's part of that, which is weird, but it's there. Mm-hmm. I also wonder if that would have affected my, you know, connection mm, yeah. or bond. I don't know. You don't know until it's it's there. But those are thoughts that I had. Yeah. Or I I think one of my irrational fears was that you would be like, ah, oh, finally, I have a son. And there would be, you know, a, more of a special connection between you and Krista than there would be with me. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I, it's all valid. I get yeah. it. We, we talked about this on our side of what what it would what would it be when or what would it be like. But no, I never thought about Krista and Nicole thinking about it on their side of saying, mm-hmm. oh, shoot, what if this happened? This is stressful. Yeah. So it's just so crazy. that There's so many different aspects of this. Yep. Again, things you don't think about. Yeah. All right. Well, stay tuned for next week. It's going to be short, but really awesome. Probably my favorite so far. Yeah, it's short but impactful. And that brings us to the end of today's podcast episode. We hope you enjoyed it. New episodes drop every Tuesday. Before we go, we want to take a minute to express our deep gratitude to all our incredible guests and listeners. Thank you for being a part of our podcast family and sharing your stories with us. You are truly the heartbeat of Love After Lullabies. If you found value in today's episode, please consider supporting us by subscribing to the podcast so you never miss a new episode. And if you're loving what you're hearing, please leave us a review. Your reviews are like love notes to our podcasting hearts. All of our guests are here voluntarily and not current or former clients of mine. If you'd like to be a guest, we'd love to have you. Reach out via email at loveafterlullabies at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram, handle loveafterlullabies. While you're there, go ahead and click that follow button so you can get all the latest updates and behind-the-scenes content. See you next time. So she got burgers in her ears.